0: yo what up welcome to another episode of the oakland warriors podcast i'm patrick and i am joined once again by my good friend aram in toronto what up aram hello good to be back yeah man uh good to have you on how's your toronto summer
1: it's busy uh (laughs) you know i mean i think it's one of those things uh where you live it's warm all the time and it's you know it's always a party, but, uh, but I think in, in like cold climates, uh, we really take our summers, uh, seriously. So everybody just like packs as much activity into whatever eight weeks we have of warm weather. And so it's, it's more than that. I'm exaggerating. Um, uh, it's not frozen up here, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think people do uh, appreciate the summers, uh, in a different way. And, um, actually, you know, I I'm bringing this up because, uh, you know, it's been a couple of years of COVID. There's, there's actually one of the great like traditions uh, in Toronto um, in the summertime is the the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, right? So it's uh, it's a big uh, Caribbean community here, a long-standing tradition where they have a, a major weekend. This is a, this last weekend was a long weekend here, and so um, it's always a big party, right? And it's been so for about 40, 40 or fifty years, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and we were talking back and forth on, on our, uh, on our chat about, uh, you were sending me some links to, uh, (laughs) some Andrew Wiggins, uh, hosted parties at at various clubs and, uh, and his basketball camp. So, you know, after two years of COVID, a lot of these, a lot of people are kind of getting back into swing of uh, carnival here. So it's really cool (laughs) to see, uh, you sent me some links of some, uh, not safer work things that, uh, <laughs> that uh, Wiggins was saying, but uh, along the lines of, uh, of smiling Wiggins, it's nice, it's nice to see. But, um, but I'm not only here to talk about the celebration, I'm here to about the, talk about the controversy of uh, Carnival in a warriors, through a warrior's lens. Um, it brings okay. out a lot of parties. Uh, a lot of people are here for a good time. People come into town. And none other than LeBron James, hosted a party on king street west um uh i don't know what it was called it was i, I actually just looked it up it was like uh prices started at 150 dollars. would you have paid to go to that to do what like hang out on the street no 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 it's like at a club like it's like uh, a, they got a patio and then there's like a thing i don't know i, I mean i didn't go but i mean like, would you no, pay to do that no man rich <laughs> maverick carter and then and then it also said and ben simmons (laughs) basically a clutch party right so yeah yeah uh so you wouldn't you wouldn't pay a minimum of 150
0: to uh, get in the door no, no, because then you pay way more just to drink anything in, in this bar. Well, well, you're drinking the Don
1: whatever 1707 of his uh, signature te- te- tequila, I'm sure. So this is this is all over my head. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, I wouldn't do it. Well, we'll do an episode on uh, signature uh, signature alcohol uh, once you get all the sponsors uh, send you some samples. <laughs> we're, we're waiting for that. O- Oakland Warriors podcast is waiting for the sponsors. <laughs> send you some product uh, we'll do a tasting and instant react video um, anyway but so you know one person who did go to that party Patrick uh, I don't think he paid $150 but it was Draymond Green um, mm-hmm. you see him all over all over Toronto and um, uh, tagging along with LeBron James you've seen him at the Drew League um, how do you feel about Draymond hanging out with LeBron James so much I mean they're all clutch family now How do you feel about that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I feel anything, to be (laughs) honest. Like at this point, we all know that NBA players, they're all friends. They have connections in a ton of different ways, all these other interests. And what are you going to do? Stop people from being friends? I mean, there are some things where it's like, oh man, you know, like, and maybe it's just selected and it shows up on my. Uh, social media my instagram stuff and people hype it up but like there are a lot of like quotes from draymond just kind of you know very complimentary nonstop about lebron james about how great he is how he's changed the game all this other stuff and you know i don't i could do with less of that personally <laughs> you know what i mean like uh, like between the lines it's it's competitive and stuff and as fans warriors fans Having faced LeBron in in uh, three finals and then having this, well, kind of non-existent, but still because he's with the Lakers, this NorCal-SoCal rivalry, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, I would prefer not, but like, you know, it it is what it is. I just try to tune it out. I mean, personally, you know, uh, uh, how do you... How do you feel about it? The rational side of my brain agrees with you in that, like, okay,
1: yeah, they're all competitors on the court, between the lines, and they're all friends, blah, 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 blah. But I'm hearing you talk, and the irrational side of my brain is like, do you not feel anything? What is wrong with you? You can't, you, like, that's not. You shouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 torn about it. I I mean. At the end of the day, we we know what Draymond has done for this team. We saw what he did in the playoff run and and whatnot. So I'm not worried about that. Um, but I think you know uh, the the you know the the fan the reptile brain your your the fan brain right. uh, can't help but have a little bit of a reaction there. Sure. Um, and I think a lot of people um, when we had the kind of uh, dust up of last week's uh, article from Slater and Marcus Thompson. Uh, about uh the Warriors kind of impending financial doom. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of people were kind of saying like, what you, you know, cuz one of the one of the talking points in the article um was Draymond wants the max and uh and some people are kind of like, "Well, where is he going to go?" You know, like, you know, and then people are like, "He's going to go to the Lakers," you know. <laughs> um which yeah. sure. I mean, I don't I don't know where his options lie, but uh but the thought of that, and then seeing the pictures together, my again, my reptile arithmetic is putting that together. And, uh, <laughs> so that's why that's why I thought of that. But uh, I guess we're kind of like a week out from that uh, that uh, article that definitely stirred the pot for uh, summertime warriors Twitter. Which is what, is, uh, what did the article one? say? Yeah, just for people well, who don't subscribe. Well, basically, it was saying that um, the warriors have uh, a number of core players uh you know in the article since uh four of their six foundational players cur- called six players foundational so curry clay dre uh wiggins pool and looney Uh mm-hmm. so and then four of those have some financial uh worries or extension el- eligibility that's coming up in the next season season and a half two seasons right um and that sources say that Draymond wanted the max. Um, of course, Poole and Wiggins were seen saying we're going to get the bag, right? <laughs> like, and they should, uh, they should. Um, and then of course, you know, Clay has been a max player and, you know, you see some of the hand wringing post uh, not signing Gary Payton. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there is a financial limit. Uh, I, we all have a financial limit. Uh, I think that's fair to say, even for a, billionaire. Uh, Apparently mine is 150 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 149.99 though, <laughs> yeah. you're in, right? <laughs> but the service, <laughs> don't forget about the service fee. Um, but um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things that so a lot of people are kind of like, well, at this point, I think the question is, is then, then how do you build this team going forward in the next few years? Right. With mm-hmm. these core veterans, people who are part of this foundational six, um of course we have our young players that are coming up but they're not really part of that foundation yet right they could be mm-hmm. um and so what is your faith in them filling in those roles should you decide to let one of those people one of those four go and then which one would it uh which one would you let go so i guess my question to you um you know now that we've had a little bit of time to think about it is um let's just say for the sake of argument um mm-hmm. let's say you know clay feels indebted to the organization because they paid him the max he missed two years basically right let's say mm-hmm. he's like you know what I'll take a cut I'll take a haircut quote unquote um and and I'll get paid twenty million or whatever i don't let's not talk about the specific numbers but sure um and then and then so you can only pick two out of the remaining three so would you would you max uh uh who would you retain would you retain dre Wiggins? Or pool. You can only choose two. <laughs> Knowing I what you, you have d- in terms of what you're building, in terms of young guys yeah. coming up, um, you know the general market, that kind of thing.
0: I thought you were going to say out of the four, who would you, who would you lose? Well, it sounds know, like you're you want to cut Clay. <laughs> 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 if, you're, if you're saying that, no, no. So if it was just those three, and hypothetically, if Clay did take this haircut, um. I would move from Wiggins. I mean, I I would because it's one of those things where we, I mean, we we had these talks before the playoffs, right? When like the season wasn't going so well. But things we have knew. changed. He was I the know. Best things best have changed. And that's what I'm going back to is, uh, it, it's it's tough because here, how about, I won't get rid of, Draymond's a tough one, right? Because you know that he might not be worth the max for the um, for the entirety of, of a contract of oh, an extension, sure. right? So, like that might be the the first thing. But you know, you you can't risk Steph getting uh, uh, upset about it, which, I mean, which was a point that was made that that Steph would be upset if they didn't have him. Right. And also because of the fact that he's so important to the core of this team, just the, all all the heartbeat hyperbole stuff. Like he is the toughest guy on the team. He is like the one ranting and raving, shouting, he's the dog on this team. And so if you lose that, then I think you just lose so much. You're just gutted. Right. so I would lean towards keeping him. I mean, the tail end of that contract is going to be rough, but You know, uh, I think he's important to keep, uh, pool pool going back to the regular season. It's like when he was playing poorly after clay came back, I was like, well, you know, um, you know, Moody also can play shooting, guard, right? (laughs) Totally different players. Right. But pool can do the stuff that clay and Steph can do. And because they're older, clay's coming off injuries. I'm like pool can, can be that guy. He can play either position in the starting lineup. And he has that flair and he also is kind of a uh uh an energizing guy. Wiggins, I love what he did, but if we're coming down to the situation, we have Kaminga, we have Moody. I said this before the playoffs, the playoffs do change perspectives, but it's like, man, we uh Kaminga has so much potential and Moody that they both can play uh small forward a little bit, and obviously Kaminga can play up too, yeah. uh all the way up to uh four and five. So it's not an easy call, um, and I'm not saying it's just like, oh yeah, Wiggins ain't that ain't that important or ain't that good. But like, uh, if I have to f- pick one, that's the one for me. Yeah. Now, you know, I can't really
1: argue with any of those points, and you make a convincing argument. <laughs> so, <laughs> but for the sake of argument, I and I and I think I twisted it a little bit by giving you only. 3 out of those 4. I mean, would you would you have gotten rid of Clay? I mean, not I mean,
0: really? Would you? Here's the thing, when I look at at Clay during the season and when Poole was emerging, I want to keep Clay until he retires, right? I think yeah. him and Steph and all that stuff and Draymond, I think like just having those 3 together, it's just perfect, right? But I have thought because like if there's ever a point, I thought this during the regular season, if there was ever anything where Poole maybe supplanted uh Clay somehow, some way, just in the hierarchy, and then the one team that I could see Clay being cool with going to playing for the Lakers, his yeah. dad's team, a yeah. team he grew up idolizing, grew up. so like not that he would want to, not that I want him to do that, but in my mind. Like, you know, people I don't these players I don't know who I care about because, uh, you know, they make $40 million a year. Um, like the fact that he would be uh, that in my mind, I think he would be cool with playing for the Lakers be kind of fun for him that I'm like, OK, and then you know, he'd be all right. He'd be all right. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be so gut wrenching maybe for for him in that respect. And, until he drops 30 on uh, on in 20 minutes on our head. Right. <laughs> yeah exactly so um would i would i drop clay and keep wiggins who man that's that's a that's a tough one that's a tough one because um i think clay will be better will be better next season but if we're signing clay for like uh 40 mil for the clay that we had this this you know this past season i just think that's a that's a uh that's an iffy business decision if yeah. if he is that if you wait if if they don't have to sign play right like I think his his contract has two more years, yeah so something. if they wait to see what he looks like next season, and then it's like, oh, he's still you know not there, then you know maybe you don't pay him the max that's yeah. all I'm saying
1: yeah i mean I mean, I think one of the takeaways is that there is time to make these decisions right yeah. like. Pool will be a restricted free agent, so you know. In a worst case scenario, somebody signs him and you match it, right? So mm-hmm. there's there's control there. Um, anyway, there's options, and let's trust in Bob. However, for the sake of argument, um, I I, w- I would say uh, I'm going to go with Pool is the guy that I would let go. Um, and okay. just to go back to you know, I I think they'll keep Dre. They will definitely keep clay. A couple of things that I kind of remember from the championship ceremony, with you know, up grew up a Celtics fan. Um, Goober, also a Celtics, uh, a Boston kid, right? So um, I think, and, and I'm probably overselling this. It's just something that I was thinking about, but the kind of like Bird, McHale, Parish, like Troika, you know, like mm-hmm. those kinds of things matter to fans. Like there is something that uh, matters there's that kind of like magic dust for fans right or catnip or whatever that that keeps people invested um Mm -hmm. and and somebody like goober and like a like they do think about the entertainment factor they do think about the fan commitment to the organization um and i feel like that's important to them right um i may be overstating that um, I'm sure there's a dollar amount that is tied to that as well, right? They, they probably mm-hmm. figure out like how much is it worth for them to keep that kind of thing going. But, um, but that kind of thing is important, you know, at the same time, Tony Parker finished his career in Charlotte, right? So um, like stuff happens and you don't remember that, right? You you still remember Duncan Parker, Ginobili, right? And mean mm-hmm. Spurs. So, but I don't think that they'll, I don't think, I think they'll do their best to make it not an acrimonious split. Right. right. So that leaves Wiggins and pool. And, and I think it would be pool that I wouldn't resign. Um, because, uh, because you chose Wiggins, but also, because <laughs> but also because like, because uh, I went first, <laughs> <laughs> but you also have the, uh, the opportunity to see how his defense is going to develop. Yeah. It was an issue. At times. And if it doesn't develop beyond that, he's a liability, right? And like, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about um, and you can see it on the court when he competes, then, you know, you can kind of live with that. But that's because you're surrounded by these great defenders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond tails off, uh, you know, you, that the rest of the defense just has to get better, right? Clay, Steph will tail off. You need it, You need better defenders, not worse ones. So it's mm-hmm. going to get better. Um, I think he will. Um, obviously, like I'd like to keep them all, um, but I don't know how realistic that is. And then, and then also, you know, uh, man, it's tough because, you know, how sustainable will, you know, he had a great stretch. So how sustainable would that be? Can he be consistent with that stretch? You know, the the stretch that I'm talking about is like when Steph was out and he basically came in for that last 20 games or or whatever, and he he had, he was basically Damian Lillard, you know, in terms of his stats, right. the um, mm-hmm. Equally poor defense to Lillard, but, um, and, and so that's hard to replace, right. Yeah. Um, but, but I guess, you know, I, I could imagine a scenario where maybe that's, that's the player because of the defense. Um, and, and, you know, we know that they're a team that relies on that. So that, that's, that's kind of where my, my head was thinking, but it's a tough one. I just, I don't, I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to find their way out of this. And uh, it's not my job. So, uh, so I feel lucky in that respect. And, you know, you, you do bring a, a good point that, you know, Moody and Kaminga are right there uh, waiting in the wings, right? Literally they're wing players. And, um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, they do have some time to see how those guys look. Are they ready for bigger roles? Can they help fill that? That uh, that gap that you know either Poole or Wiggins if they don't bring them back can they mm-hmm. be replaced or Draymond for that matter right so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting thing I mean it it kind of it's it's kind of uh, uh kind of sucks to be talking about this and when we should still be looking at highlights of the finals but uh, <laughs> but uh, here we are I mean the
0: NBA machine just keeps turning right yeah it's one of those things where uh. It's such a dead time for news that, you know, hey, let's let's look ahead. And we knew, I mean, everybody knew this was going to be or that this is an issue and it will be an issue on YouTube. I had a lot of commenters say like they can't keep them all. And my response was like, similar to yours, like that's not my job, but also it's a great problem to have. Let's not forget the situation that they're in right now and i think there's something telling about the fact that you and i both chose either wiggins or pool because you have the core three and then you have the the young core Mm -hmm. right and to me like that's what you're trying to bridge and in a lot of ways it's the guys in the middle that that are like sacrificed in a way right yeah and in terms of you know jettisoning pool Um, maybe not jettisoning, (laughs) you know, maybe just moving on from pool or not choosing him and choosing Wiggins instead. Um, you know, like that is not necessarily a a terrible option because Wiggins plays that premium position that we always talk about that everyone talks about. He's a wing who can play both ends. Right. And pool right now, he doesn't play very good defense. Can he get better? It took Steph, a while to really, really get uh solid can pool do that faster, and it's a question of will it's a question of effort, it's a question of strength mm-hmm. and he's been able to add to his game, but that's always been on the offensive side, so can he take it to that to that next level, or does he actually show that he can at least improve on a consistent basis like you're talking about but Bottom line to me is like this is all great, right? Uh, there's a lot of hand wringing because it's like this impending uh doom that everybody's looking at all of a sudden, but also because we are so attached and we see the potential of all these players. I mean, look at the Warriors young guys, right? All their uh, if you don't even count pool, everybody that's 21 and under, you got Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody uh, Rollins PBJ yes. and like, <laughs> and you're not, they're not all going to be like there in four years. Yeah. Right. Uh, people are saying like, Oh, Rollins, they signed him to a, a three year contract as a 44th pick in the second round. Right. So they're like, Oh, maybe he could replace pool. Who knows? You know, there's it, it, it is about competition and it is about seeing who can really, really assert, Themselves because, you know, bottom line is like, could could Moody and and Rollins be options as backup two guards? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe who sort of who knows? Um, or could Kaminga? Can he come in and just uh show more as a uh, that he's almost ready to be a starting small forward? Or does he show that he can take some of Draymond's minutes yeah. at the four? Yeah. <laughs> Right. And we've seen that baby Giannis, you know? Yeah. And, and, and Kaminga, we, we saw him in summer league. Uh, He he sure learned how to complain. (laughs) 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 So, you know, uh, I, I look forward to seeing how it, how it plays out. And it really depends also on how the season ends, right? If they win a title, then all these good feelings that we have now, like, oh my gosh, we want to keep everybody becomes a thing. If they lose, it's gonna be somebody's fault. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like it's like, oh, it's uh it's you know, Draymond is no longer a sixteen game player or if they've decided uh, Wiggins, to part ways, to turn, yeah. Like, yeah. Or Wiggins turned into a pumpkin or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's that's the that's the fun of it, seeing how it all plays out. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major actions for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. I'm looking forward to all those Giants-Dodgers matchups because it's just one of the best rivalries in sports. So we'll see what the odds are for those. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: Well, I think, you know, uh, at several points, and, you know, we're not the only ones to have thought it is that in this last season, we were kind of like excited for this coming season because yeah. because it seemed like that was going to be the time. Oh, Clay has a full year. Like these young guys are coming up. Like Poole and Wiggins are getting better. Um, I mean, you know, as much as it sucked to have some of the, the, the bench veterans go, uh, I mean, this team is loaded again, and they have like a great chance to, you know, compete for a title again. And and I think they're going to have a good chance of being better than last year's team um, when it's all said and done. So, uh, I mean, again, you know, like some of these decisions, we actually don't have to wait. Uh, we can wait another year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe we should just enjoy the year, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's fun to think of these things in the summertime and, um, you know, get worked up about something that you can't do anything about. Um,
0: so yeah. And when you think about it, there's teams out there that have, you know, maybe one or two guys who are potential prospects and they're, you know, it's a playoff team or something, but we just happen to have a slew of guys (laughs) who are going to be competing to see which of them are, are, are going to be like the future of this franchise. So it's not like, Oh, we drafted Anthony Randolph, and everything is riding on him. Or to fast forward, like we have Talon Horton Tucker, who I love talking about, <laughs> who uh, is like he's going to be like the the next star of this team. <laughs> but you know, we have like a handful of legitimate dudes, and then some dudes who are like the the pools and the Wiggins. So all great stuff to have. And um, I agree with you that we should enjoy what's going on, enjoy the title, enjoy the summer, and then really, really just dig in and have fun watching this team like organically evolve and take shape and and all that good stuff. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it, it was it was fun to see, you know, we had a little bit bit of a break from summer league and then we got this article that dropped and um but there was also another major drop today in in the midst of this doldrums in the summer. We've got a new version of the Warriors uniform um i think it was uh what do they call it statement statement edition statement the Stat- edition there that's what it's called okay statement edition mm-hmm. so what's your statement about this statement edition
0: i think they're boring do all teams have this style cuz i think i've seen them but i don't know if they're mock mockups or if it's if it's real but i think i think it's kind of boring man like you know i like when i think about the the Oakland ones, the town ones, I just think that those had such cool, unique designs yeah. and uh, they were they were fun and uh, without being cheesy. And I think this one, I mean, you know, it looks like a college team, right? It looks like, you know, I'm on a group text with a bunch of dudes who went to Cal and they're yeah. like, oh man, I'm buying this. It looks like the, the Cal Bears <laughs> and that's fine, you know. but I'm like, uh, you know. That's cool. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. It's
1: pretty. Uh, it's pretty uninspired. Um, I will say, uh, I have been looking at all the sales of uh, uh, of warriors gear, and uh, it, it stands out pretty nicely against all of the things that are on sale right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not saying much. Um, I, I mean, I don't think it's their best uh, alternate jersey um do you do you have a ranking of uh of of your 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 favorite ones that they've had let's say in the last you know yeah in this dynasty run
0: Um, in this dynasty run i mean i'll start with the bottom the bottom like are the long sleeves like those are bad uh, I, even if I were a high school student, I would not be caught dead wearing one of those to school. Yeah, I think that's that, what—that's like, almost that's like what the they worst.
1: Said. That's mm-hmm. almost like the worst thing about like watching the highlights of that uh, 2016 game against the Thunder is yeah. that, like Steph is wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
0: know <laughs> a slate-colored T-shirt, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but didn't they say like part of the reason or people like theorizing that they made those was because. They thought like, oh, people will buy these so they can wear them to school or wear them to like more public places. Yeah, yeah. Where like wearing it. Yeah, I, I, that's
1: funny. But, but are um, you? But I, I mean, I agree with that logic because I'm not a tank top guy. Like, I'll wear a tank top to go to sleep. But like, are you? Are you a tank top guy? You walk around with tank top. Oh yeah, around the house, man. It's hot here. <laughs> but yeah. you're not gonna wear like a
0: jersey, or like, are you gonna wear a jersey no, on I- the street? Well, here, here, here's some insider information. I I don't buy jerseys. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I would just wear a normal t shirt. Okay. That's what I would do okay, all right, all wearing right, that. All right. But uh I would say that the the yellow ones, the ones that said warriors, like the the run TMC font mm-hmm. going across the chest, the yellow ones. Um I think Jared Jack still wore those, so maybe that doesn't count, but those were terrible. Not technically the dynasty era. But Um, in recent years, I I really like the 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 black the slate ones, the the town town, yeah, and you know the Oakland ones. I grew to appreciate. Yeah, um, and I also have a soft spot for those because that's the only way I see James Wiseman highlights. He's wearing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's uh, wearing that when he got hurt. Too. No, I, <laughs> so. I remember when that came
1: out, and we were like, "Oh, this is so, this is trash, and this is yeah, so pandering. Uh, like, obvious pandering." And then we saw them like they had laid out the court, and then they came out in those uniforms, and I think both you and I are like, "Oh." Looks pretty good.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the shorts are cool. Dude. I yeah. like what they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. We believe, but Oakland too. <laughs> yeah, I think those are probably my my favorite ones. What was the one this past season? I can't I'm drawing a blank.
1: Oh, the You oh, said the, the bay. I I didn't like that one at all. It was just kind of like the sunset, like the the kind of like eighties like yeah, sunset. I do like that design. I, I don't, do like that I, design in I, general. I, I do not like that one at all. I have it a T-shirt with that cheesy. design. I don't so. like it. Uh, I will say uh, one of my top ones is um, um, they. This is uh, my ethnic bias coming through here, but I like their uh, <laughs> Lunar New Year ones. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. kind of like the bay ones. Now, not the first one, not the not the slate and red one that was terrible. But yeah, yeah. Um, But they had a uh, they had a Gold. yellow one. Yeah. With the kind of like a, like a, like a dragon ish head on it. And then also they had the, uh, the following year. Uh, I wasn't that fond of the, the, the kind of like slate um, uh, uh, new year's one, but it, but it had these kind of like zigzag uh, um, kind of Chinese ish, but also kind of looks like Roman kind of design too. Like that was pretty cool. And, and I bought a jacket. Of that the yeah. bay jacket so i i no, like I, mean, I like those too. those were those were some of my favorite
0: I, I i like that one too i hope one day that you know they always sell those like uh uh filipino t-shirts with like the warriors logo and then like the filipino some of those around. look great i don't I, yeah do you have any of those no i don't but like the funny thing to me is that i've seen that kind of design like everywhere else. Like I guess on the West Coast, whoever celebrates like, you know, their Filipino fans, because it's like, oh, this is a really easy logo. Let's put our logo in the middle and then put the
1: the flag and some stars, stars, right? right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um but I'm like, oh they've sold so many of those t-shirts. I'm like, oh they should they should like sneak in like a a a uniform. That would probably sell like a ton in the Would you wear a tank top at that point? Uh, would you I buy would, it? Would you buy the jersey and wear the? Tank I would top? buy the whole uniform, <laughs> <laughs> knee-high socks you know, as well. You know, when I think about it, I realized they also had the alts this past season. My my brain was uh, frozen for a second, but they had like the the Will Chamberlain old style Warriors, and then they had the one that had no lettering, just like the. Um, it was an homage to the ceiling of Oracle. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or maybe an homage to their locker room ceiling, which is an homage to Oracle. But I thought those were fine. I didn't like the 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 old school Warriors Will Chamberlain style era sixties one. I just thought that was kinda like whatever. But I, I, I do like
1: kind of like how you see James Wiseman highlight in the Oakland one. I always think of Kaminga wearing the Wilt the Wilt uh, uh, inspired one. So like like that that's the player to me is uh it's it's Kaminga wearing that coming down. I see him wearing Kuminga.
0: the black ones. Like yeah. that, that's like, uh, cause for the podcast, when I post an image, it's like, I download, I have like a bunch of Jonathan Kaminga highlight photos <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I always choose the, the one where he's, where he's wearing black. Um, but what do you think of these golden state uh, uniforms? I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> okay, <that's> it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I, you know, it's, uh, it's something fun to think about in the middle of the summertime. I, I think in, I, you know, I think, Uh, uh, it may look good on the court, you know? Um, Yeah. It may look pretty good actually.
0: It look like a really good college team. Yeah. 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 So it might, it might look good. I mean, they sent out photos uh, of Kaminga and Moody wearing them. And I was like, oh wow, this is like alternate universe where they went to college or (laughs) where they stayed in in college. Kaminga went to college and then Moody stayed in college and went to either Cal or Michigan. Yeah. 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 I, I will say also, you know, the I, I think uh,
1: the blue, the blue city uh, jerseys wow. are always like going to be great. And, you know, however you feel about uh, the verbiage of the city, uh, they just objectively look great. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I love the gold ones, too. And I actually like the, yeah. the rendition when they first started wearing them like the the we believe the Baron Davis era. I don't know if that's exactly when they started, but that's what I have a memory of and the way they made them was different because uh they were like shinier right like mm-hmm. the way that these old school warriors ones from the past season the Will Chamberlain ones were a little bit like a, a shinier and it was printed on and I think subsequently when they brought them back it was like almost sewn on and there was mm-hmm. something about it just getting printed on it just looked like really old school to me yeah, yeah. and uh uh the shininess of it i still think that's like the best basketball uniform of all time if they want to send us some some jerseys
1: <laughs> to sample as well uh i'm calling out for the for some sponsorship here <laughs> so nba uh player signature alcohol bring it uh and then warriors warriors gear i'm happy to i'm happy to sample and give my instant reactions
0: Likewise. Likewise. Thank you for, (laughs) thank you for being that guy, that guy on the show. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It's always good to, to have you. Yeah. Always fun to be here. All right, man. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino E-P-I-N-O or at Oakland Warriors You can find Aram at Aram Collier A-R-A-M-C-O-L-L-I-E-R Find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave Leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple podcasts and leave us a nice review on Apple podcasts. That is always super duper. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amarto for production support. See you next time. And go Dubs.